Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you today on a beautiful, hot, sunny day here in Scottsdale, Arizona, where we are now over the hundreds for good. And we'll be like this for at least the next four months, probably. So just trying to get used to it and coming to you guys right before a Memorial Day weekend. Um, always thankful for this holiday and those who sacrifice so we can live the life we live. But wanted to get you guys out an episode because I just had a great talk with uh, a guest that I'm having going to be in a couple weeks come on. Uh, so I'm excited for that because they go, are a director of talent. So they are the people that recruit and will help uh, get you guys jobs. And he, and he works actually with competitive uh, hires, but still just a great resource. Uh, he has a bunch of experience. So I'm excited to have you listen to him. But we were talking about how you stand out. What what can you do to make yourself stand out to him and to to other prospects or regional managers, reps, other people? What can you do to make yourself stand out and get the job interview, get the job offer, doing the things? So I wanted to go over, touch on tips for helping you stand out, especially during the interview process or just to get the interview, right? What are you doing to make yourself stand out? And then Far further that once you get the interview, what are you doing to stand out there? So number one, when it is going just to like try to reach out to people, what you can do, we just talked about this. It's what I did and it's what I got told while I was doing it was you guys need to do your research on who you're reaching out to. And a lot of times all that is is a quick two-minute search of on LinkedIn, go look at the person you're reaching out to. It'll tell you who they work for. It'll tell you their past experiences. It'll tell you where they were living. You know, can you Find any commonalities in any of that, or at least know the company that they work for, know the division that they're in, and not ask, like, the amount of times I have people from the podcast and other things reach out, and they're like, oh, you work for this company, right? It's on my LinkedIn. Like, it, it's kind of like a disrespect slap to my face, and, and and I'll be real, this is the talk we had uh, with my guest was, it makes us not want to talk to you. Like, if someone says that to me, I try to get off the phone within two minutes, because I'm like, it shows that you didn't do your research, and it showed that you didn't actually take time into this call. You're just ready to go. You're just showing up, right? That's not going to get you any jobs. So when you guys are getting ready to reach out to somebody, first off, make sure you do the research. Find out just, you know, where they work, what division they're in, learn about it, you know, like, or ask questions that's going to make you learn about it. Uh, Number two, when you guys are writing your messages, make sure you guys are Pudding, good, detailed message. Like I talk about, I've given mine out several times on this podcast, the message that I got with a lot of success, but it was always like a little personal note. And then it's got to be asking to learn from them and trying to set up something that's quick and making their life as easy as possible. So again, I've said this a thousand times, but still I have people say, I love your podcast. They want to reach out and talk and they don't include their number. And that is like, uh, because. That's all you guys got to do. You want to you want to make their the person you're reaching out to their life as easy as possible. So if you want me to call you, guess what I do when I get on the road and I have to drive 30 minutes? I look at my messages and I say, oh, I got three people who reached out to me. Oh, this person added their phone number. Click call. Bam. I'm gonna talk to you and I'll say whatever I or whatever you need. But then the other people, I'm still nice because I'm just a nice dude and I do it. But they're like, can we talk? And then I'm like, sure. What's your number? Let me tell you, 99.9.9, it was like they're never going to reach out back to you because you just made their life harder. You made them do more work, right? Like you have to make someone's life as easy as possible. 
And then, so just by structuring your stuff, will decide whether uh, distract how you construct your message will decide whether somebody message you back or not. And that's what I had a talk with my guest about. And so that's something for you guys to think about. You guys just shooting, hey, like what you're doing. That's it's not good enough. I've had people like nice haircut, like weird stuff. Like that doesn't make me I, I don't message back to those and I don't reach out and help those people because that's just being weird. That's not creating a relationship. That's not trying to tell me what you're looking for. That's just being a weirdo. Um so for people who reach out to reps, to managers, to anybody, make sure you guys are being respectful. You guys are like showing that you did your research and you sound professional because Medical device sales is very professional. And if you are going to say, bro, dude, what's up? Like I know as a personal trainer, but same to other people. Like if you're saying bro and dude, I can almost guarantee you that most of them are not going to respond back. So how you put your message is going there. Once you guys get the message, right, you come and you get a phone call. I've said this before too. Do the research. You need to have messages or you need to have questions prepared. If you don't have questions prepared, it shows that you're not prepared and why would anybody interview you because it just shows that you wouldn't come prepared even if you got the job to go talk to a doctor and the doctor wouldn't like you, right? Like that's where we always say you got to do the job while you're trying to get the job. You guys got to come prepared. So if you get on the phone call with somebody, every single time I got on a phone call, I had a notebook, I had notes ready and I had four questions to ask them right away because you might get the person who you call and they're like, I got two minutes. Ask me your one question that you wanted to know. And if you don't have it, a lot of times I, I don't say that, but I'll be like, what questions do you have for me? Um, uh, let me think about it. I, I'll be like, hey, I got to go. Bye. Because I don't have time. You didn't prepare. And it's not my job to like sit and wait for you to prepare. Like it's it's like Eminem. You got your one shot. Like you, you either are going to capitalize on it or you're not. And if you guys don't come prepared, let me tell you why this is important. If you don't come prepared to a surgery, you're screwed. If you forget one piece, we can't do the surgery. Now that patient's screwed. The doctor's mad at you and will never use you again. And you lost business. Like, again, it always goes above and beyond. So it, it may sound like a simple thing, but you showing if you can't put questions together shows that you won't be able to have your materials ready for a surgery. And people see that. And that's why they won't give you call back. That's why they won't answer you. And again, I know this may be leaning on more of like, it's a little harsh, but what I'm learning is this is what you guys need because everyone gets like, Oh, you're doing great. You're doing great when you're not. Like, there's some people that need to hear this. There's others who are like, "Yeah, I do this, and I'm great. That's awesome." Because I did this, right? Um, but everything I tell you guys, it's it's just from my experience. And I talk to these reps, and again, I'm the nice guy who always responds back and replies because I had a lot of people help me. Ninety nine percent of the people I talk to, they're like, "It's a waste of my time to have these kids message me or have these people message me." Um, so again, make yourself stand out to those people because otherwise, you're not going to get a message. Um, then once you guys get the interview process, what can you do to make yourself stand out? That's really what I wanted to dive in. It took me a little bit to get there, but what can you do to make yourself dive in? Number one, it's being yourself. And I know this sounds really like simple, but it's the most honest truth because if you're not yourself, you're going to be acting like you're someone else and they're going to be able to see right through it. Or it's just like any relationship, right? They can, they can fake it for three, six, nine months, but eventually it's going to come out. Um, and you're going into sales. So people are going to tell when you're not being yourself. But the reason I say be yourself, because you being yourself will make you go a long ways. Like uh, the guest I had, he made a comment about, and you'll hear it in the further uh, upcoming episodes about 
he traveled. Well, that made him stand out to all the other competitors. So people would remember him when he did that. Like if you guys have listened to my other ones, I gave a guitar pick on my final interview. And I said, I want you to, I want you guys to know I would be the right pick for this position, right? Like, guess what? When they see a guitar pick, they think about me saying that. So it's, what can you do to make yourself stand out? But you also have to just be yourself when you're doing that. Um, number two, this one, I don't know if you can teach it, but I think it's truly important. It's passion. Um, when you guys hear me talk, it's passion. It's, it's everything I talk about, everything I waste my time doing in my life, I'm passionate about because otherwise I wouldn't spend my time doing it. Like everybody, and I always say not just mine, but like my time and your time and everybody's time is too valuable just to waste. So I'm not going to sit around and talk about, or I'm not going to research, or I'm not going to do things I don't care about because there's no point for me to do it. Some people might, but I, I'm not going to. Um, so everything I do, I'm passionate about. I don't care what I what product I have. If I'm selling that product, it's because I'm passionate about it. I'm not going to do a product I'm not passionate about. I've turned down jobs because I was like, I just don't like the product. I'm, I couldn't sell this, so I'm not going to do it. Um, so again, you guys have to have passion, and that's just something. That's who I am. I'm a passionate person. Um, I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring the passion no matter what I'm talking about. You guys can hear it in this podcast because I know I've been told that. But you guys got to be ready to go. Like I've talked to candidates. It's like it feels like they're, they got a gun held up to them to talk to me on the phone about medical device sales. It's like if you really don't want to do it that bad, don't. Because the person like me who is hungry to get in, who reached out to 3,000 people, they're going to run circles around the person who's just kind of thinking about it, right? Like, so you got to have passion. You got to be ready to go. You got to be excited and you got to be showing that you're going to make an impact. Like that's, again, I always bring up, I'm very fortunate to land a territory manager position with no sales experience, but it's because I say that I'm blessed and I was ready or I'm, I'm thankful for it. But in the same respect, like first off, I worked my butt off. Second off, I knew I could come in and I make an impact, which I'm doing like I'm, I'm doing that in my territory. I've, I've already proven that I can do this. And I knew it from my heart. Like once I get in, I'm going to crush it and I'm going to break it. I'm because there's no other option for me and I'm doing it. But my my manager who hired me, they saw that I was going to do that. And so I just say that because if you're the candidate I'm going up against and you thought you might be able to and I come in and I say, once you hire me, it's only up from here because I know I'm going to do it like you guys have to ask yourself, who would you hire? Right. So I say that just to make you guys do self-reflecting. You guys got to make sure you're being yourself, but you got to make sure you're doing the passion of having passion of being in it. Because if you're like a drag to talk to on the phone, who's going to want to bring you in for an interview? You know, so like that's something I want you guys to think about as well. Then going into the next one, follow up. This one is huge. Like this is again, it's all part of the job, but there's people who will talk you'll talk to, but you want to stay on top of mind. So after you spend, like even when I was doing this, every time I talked to someone within four hours, every single time, usually it was within an hour, 60 minutes, I shot a message saying, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your knowledge and everything you shared with me. I would mention one thing that I took from our conversation and said, I really appreciate your time. And they would always be like, sure, thanks, great. Or they'd be like, hey, yeah, because I really, like I showed that I listened Let's stay in touch, you know, and like I tell people, that's how I got one of my job offers is the manager I cold called. He said, follow up with me every Thursday. And I did it for eight weeks. And then the, the position came open and I got a job offer from it with a top company, you know, so 
follow-up is what's going to help you out. But it's also, it's what I do in my job now every day, right? Like I just did it, you know, like I had a conversation on Monday where we said we would follow up on Friday and I had to do my follow-up. And if I don't now, I just didn't stick to my word and it reflects bad on me as a rep, you know? So it, it goes so much beyond just the interview process, like we've said a million times, but making sure you guys are doing the little things and following up is an underrated one because you have to do it as part of the job. So when you guys are talking to these people, make sure you follow up with them. Make sure you reach out to them maybe once a month, once every two months, because again, all you're trying to do when a job pops open is to be on top of mind. So if you haven't talked to them for four weeks and then you shoot them an email and say, Hey, just want to touch base. Hope you're doing great. Well, guess whose name just came to the top of my list? yours because you just texted me and now I saw it, right? Like it's the simple things like that, that go a long way. And then going into this last one, it's, it's easy to say, it's harder to explain. And it's, I have listed the whole package and all that means is like, are you coming prepared? Are you showing up? Have you done your research? Have you brought your passion with you? Have you done your follow-up after the conversation? Are you continuing to follow up several weeks after the uh, conversation and meeting? Are you having other people influence it? Like, are you reaching out to reps that knew the other rep and having them talk? Or are you having reps talk to the manager about you? Like, are you doing all the things that you would need? Like, the best thing I can say, hey, there's a doctor you have to go get. You don't know anybody. There's nobody that is in your inner network that knows that. And we need them to be a doctor within a year. What are you going to do to get them? Think about that. Like that's reality. So like, that's why I get so passionate about it is like, you guys have to be creative. Like, are you going to, you know, start talking with, you know, the gatekeepers? Are you going to go to the offices? Are you going to go to other doctors? Are you going to go to PA? Like you got to start getting creative and how would you do that? It's no different. Make that doctor the uh, hiring manager. All right. You have no idea how you would get from here to here. Well, there's a spider web effect. And well, guess what? If this manager has 15 reps and you talk to 15 reps and they all and 12 of those reps tell the manager that you reached out and there's an associate position that just popped up, guess who has a good chance at at least getting an interview? You know, it's stuff like that that goes a long way that people don't think about. So being the whole package, can you make sure that you guys are reaching out professionally? Are you staying professional throughout the whole process? Do you come prepared with all your questions? Do you come prepared with what you're bringing? Do you guys have the passion behind it? The it factor, or they say, like, are you really going to make a difference once they hire you? Once you get after that, can you follow up? Can you make sure you have influence on other people that have influence on yours, right? Like, can you have influence on other people to talk to the manager that's trying to hire you? Now they're influenced by their top reps because they like you, right? Like there's things like that that go a long way. And I just wanted to, again, this is nothing that we haven't talked about on the podcast before, but I just really wanted to like hit home on it. Like I don't want it to ever seem I'm coming off negative and that like it's grouchy or mean, but it's, but in the same respect, like it's the honest truth that people need to hear because I get told all the time that like, I want this job. I think it's great. But like medical device sales, as you'll hear from my guest that I had is it's tough. You know, it's not like it's a walk in the park and, and there's a million people that want to break in. So you doing the bare minimum is never enough just because, because when you, if you do the bare minimum to get in, you're going to do the bare minimum once you're in and that doesn't get results. And within a couple of years, you'll be fired because you didn't hit quota. You know, like you have to continue to grow and show that you're going to make a difference and that you're, you're the right person for the position. So 
again, you guys, I, I do this. I do the tough love. I do all of this messaging for you guys to be as successful as possible because I want you guys to get in this awesome, awesome industry, make impact on others and, and change your life forever as well. Um, so again, you guys, if you can press that like and subscribe button, five-star review always helps us reach more people. If you guys are on social media, TikTok, Instagram, new to medical device sales, we also have LinkedIn. You can reach out to me at Jacob McLaughlin. And then we have the ebook where it's new to medical device sales.com. The link is in the show notes as well, where I go in how I got four job offers from top 30 medical device sale companies with no previous sales experience. I go into detail what messages I sent them, like we talked about. I go into detail how I made my business plan, how I did my brag book, how I did my 30, 60, 90 day plan, what I did to help myself stand out, like all the things we talked about. I go over it. So if you guys are looking for that, you can grab that at new to medical device sales.com. But until next time, you guys keep chasing your dreams, keep going after what you want, and I will see you on the next one. Peace.